And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Glover's Cast. I'm Ben. How are you doing? Nice to speak to you again. That's Ian. Say hello, Ian. Hello. And that's Dave. Say hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. And I just want to start with a big thank you, lads, because I was a bit under the weather on Sunday. Didn't feel myself, didn't feel very well at all. So I said, lads, I'm not going to podcast tonight. And you said, don't worry, we'll push it forward 24 hours. We'll record on Monday night. It can go out Tuesday. It's not a problem at all. So my first question is, did you guys do anything fun with your Sunday evenings? No, you, quite you, didn't, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't do anything without me. You didn't. You didn't. You know, crack on. You didn't. Nothing like that. You just had a normal, quiet Sunday night. No, the telly. Okay. With a heartbeat. Yes. Ian. Ian. Yeah. Should we, should we tell him? Tell me what. What'd you do? <laughs> what have you been up to? We we had a little chat with a man called Matthew. What? I think his mother calls him Matthew anyway. <laughs> Only when he's naughty. Um. Yeah. What 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 was this chat about? And and why is everybody loving it? Ah. Oh. It was about stewards. Oh, <laughs> someone from Dan someone, from, G, someone yeah. from G4S talking about how you properly manage yeah. a football crowd. Here's how you sweep the stadium at the end of the game. Mm. Got to really push the chairs down loudly. Yeah. Especially when you're walking past press boxes. Really slam them down really loud. <laughs> Chief yeah. steward, I think he was, wasn't he? Chief steward. So. Yeah. Head, head steward. Head home yeah. show. Majority, majority steward. <laughs> Majority steward. Okay. Owns about 70%, I believe is right. Is that right? Give or take 72? 72, I think. Yeah. 72% of the stewards. Um good. <laughs> I'm very happy. Well done. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for not doing anything super special without me. Sorry. And not excluding me. I really appreciate that. Thank you. In to be fair, fair, we never excluded you. You could have come along. <laughs> yeah. You were yeah. You, you, you were an ill man. I was say I thought there was three of you. He did. He did say that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Ben. You were thought of. And then we totally forgot the meal deal and had to be prompted yeah. by our guest. Yeah. And I'm can, uh, on the record and in full transparency, can we get your score on the meal deal, please? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It all hinges on the, on the sandwich mm-hmm. because an all-day breakfast sandwich is either seven out of seven or a drab two. It all depends on the egg, mostly, within the sandwich. You've got to you buy get, it early, haven't you? Yes, you have. Yeah, if you get a fresh one, you're flying, aren't you? Oh. So, um, yeah, in, in context, it's it scores pretty high. It scores pretty high. Okay, Ribena, like it, or, or, or iced tea. Yeah, he was no. he was torn between that, but he went Ribena. Well, yeah, well, good. I'm glad because I didn't want to have to tear into the guy for picking iced tea. So, <laughs> salt and vinegar, big hoop. Yeah, that's, I don't. You know, I don't think I've ever seen the brown ones, seen the red ones. Don't think I've ever seen salt and vinegar. Yeah. That's that's a that's a good hoop. That's a very good hoop. Big fan. Seen a brown hoop. Seen a red hoop. Never seen a blue hoop. No, I, I've okay. Never seen a blue hoop. I don't want to hear about your brown and blue, uh, brown and red hoops. Thank <laughs> you very much. Come now come on, Ben. This is why we didn't have you on because you just lowered the tone. <laughs> <laughs> um, in all seriousness, um, 
it did if numbers. Read, see the doctor. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It 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 did numbers, lads. Mm -hmm. Did numbers. You did some numbers. Did some figures. Have you got them? Um, uh, saying the word numbers. <laughs> I'm saying the word numbers because I don't have numbers. Um, yeah. So huge congratulations. Well played. Um, bit of a scoop. Bit of the first independent proper interview with all things Yeovertown in mind. You, you had some toughies, didn't you? Didn't go easy on him. No. Talking no. about land deals and things like that and talked about strikers and physios and all things like that. But Dave, you in particular, I thought, asked some some tough questions. Weren't, weren't backing down, packing some punches. Well, I, I, I think he probably expects it, doesn't he? Um, expected us to do it. From you. And, uh, yeah, maybe from me, yeah. <laughs> bad yeah, cop. Yeah. Dave's the bad cop. I, 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 I thought I was a balanced cop, wasn't I? Wasn't I the, <laughs> I the one that was supposed to balance it out? But yeah, I think that's what people expect of us nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. To ask those tough questions and to forget the meal deal. Um, <laughs> to, yeah. But, but, but again, I said it a million times, didn't we? Judge him on what he says or what he does, not on what he says. And um, this evening, whilst we come on, I was uh, 10 minutes late because he's done, uh, there's a couple of things been done. Done some things. things. Done some things, which he kind of announced midway through. He'd said, uh, he said to us before he came on air that he was waiting for a text message and then uh, they just blurted out, oh yeah, that text message I was on about. <laughs> we're like, well, no one's going to know what he's talking about. Because, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But uh, two, two new signings, Scott Pollock, who sounds like a player that Boston United really wanted to keep because they offered him a new deal. So, and he's, uh, he's bagged a few from midfield. And uh, the latest one that I was late for, Rio Griffiths. His uh, name uh, is Rio and he scores a lot of goals. Oh, that writes itself, oh, doesn't it? That, does. <laughs> that writes itself. I mean, let's hope, let's hope he does. Let's hope it's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a real problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, but yeah, yeah. So again, actions, not words. What do we think? Goals, goals, goals. Goals from midfield and a striker. I, I mean, mean we have, there's not a lot of evidence of goals certainly on Wikipedia, like a Wikipedia search approximately 16 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, but obviously has some pedigree to have been snapped up by Leon and then you know, Doncaster League One, they obviously thought there was something about him to sign him. Yeah. Did score a few goals for Leon's second team. Yeah. I'm not sure what the standard of reserve football is like in France. It's not quite where my scouting goes, but did score a few goals for them. Um, no, does played, scouting but, go? Uh, Farsley, mostly. <laughs> um, England under-17s has played for his country, representing. So hopefully he can give Matt Worthington a few tips ahead of his big game. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. Hard to know, isn't it? It hasn't been used much by Doncaster this season, so I'm not sure what his fitness will be like, whether or not he needs to sort of get going. Hopefully he'll be able to hit the ground running and our new strength and conditioning team will be able to get him going pretty quickly but yeah good as for as for scott pollock firstly wrong pollock should have been ewan but that's my own personal thing but um get over it oh uh, yeah no sorry um we we've signed a player who's played for hashtag united <laughs> can i um be totally honest and say what is hashtag united i've got no idea so hashtag united started off as hashtag a bunch of lads playing football in a park and one of them was a bit social media savvy so had this idea, the dude, the guy, the guy that ran it, Spencer Owen, 
he has a bit of a he kind of was a bit tech savvy and uh, social media savvy and, and started putting it on YouTube. That went completely bonkers, and there was all kinds of stuff. They've sold out Wembley a couple of times doing charity mm-hmm. games and stuff, and uh, then they sort of entered the pyramid and started flying up through the divisions. Nathan Smith signed from this week. Yeah, I saw that. He was on the list of the squad when I looked him up. Yeah, yeah. Nathan Smith signed for them. Scored twice on debut. They won eight one, um, and then he got a move to to Northampton. So he won like a. You can go on YouTube. You go on YouTube. There's like a, a hashtag United Academy competition, and it comes down to Scott Pollock and this other fella, and the winner gets a wad of cash and a one year contract with hashtag, and he wins. Scott Pollock wins. How did and he then, win? How did he win? Do you say you have to vote for it? I think there was a vote. I think there was like comment below who your favorite is and things like that. Um, so they had all, it. And all, even the, all his Twitch mates got him in, did they? Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, signed for Northampton. Didn't score huge amounts of goals for them, but has been for Boston this season and like quite a few goals this season for Boston. Oh. Well, I notice at the bottom of the club's announcement with regards to Rio Griffiths, it says, subject to the correct clearances, a 22-year-old could be involved against East Fleet tomorrow night. So they're, 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 they're keeping, keeping their powder dry there. Seems like he scored a, few, uh, scored a couple, made a few more appearances last season for him, 16, uh, 2 and 16 last season, and he's only made uh, five appearances this season. So, yeah, and what, are Don, be, what are Doncaster yeah. doing at the moment? Are they any good? Mid-table in League Two. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's mostly off the bench, as you, yeah. you would expect. I think they've got Q&A guard there, haven't they? Doncaster? Probably. I think, think so. I thought he was there. Maybe I've made that up. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, he, he, he seems to have scored a few. Scored a lot for Tottenham's reserves before signing for Lyon. But I don't think he played for the first team. Might Oh, there you go. Played one in the whatever it was, paint pot pizza trophy <laughs> against uh, AFC Wimbledon. He came on in the 89th minute. So there you go. But that's, a few, that's a few years ago. Yeah. A lot of minutes to make a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. see how they go tomorrow, won't we? If they're mm. cleared and ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a few more options. Rio Griffiths has quite a middle name to live up to. His middle name is Rivaldo. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. So, you know. Let's not put him on corners. No. Oh, no. Because one of the things on the on the YouTube, on the hashtag YouTube, Scott Pollock does a free kick and set piece challenge against the other fella, the Spencer Owen fella. That's worth doing. If If you were a YouTube scout, you would be able to see a lot of Scott Pollock on <laughs> YouTube and the, the TikTok. Can he get his corners off the floor? God, I hope so. Good. Good. That would be progress. Is that a problem? <laughs> uh, J- Jordan Young had a couple of corners that just peeled oh. across to the near post at the weekend, which was a problem. Who usually oh. takes our corners? It's not usually Jordan Young, is it? JM Dini. Jordan Maguire Drew has been taking them. Has him? Um... Yeah, Charlie Cooper, Lawson Diath. Yeah. Oh, Worthy? Have I made that up? I thought Worthy took corners. Um, the other kind sure. of thing I'd know, is it? Really? <laughs> I can talk to you about core and non-core yeah. land, but yeah. 
is the ginger one taking stuff? <laughs> exactly. That's me. Right. You made me sound uh, a lot more Somerset than I actually am there, haven't you? But... <laughs> yeah, like a thousand percent more Somerset than you actually are. Yeah. You need to be slightly more older shot. Um, it's four years old. You're going to attack a four-year-old. Is that what you're about? Is it? <laughs> no. I would no, just like to put on the record, no <laughs> to child violence. Bad. Um, you have to put a statement out after this. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I do not want to get cancelled. Um, do you want to talk about the Woking game? Ian does. I, he think, was there. I think we should. I think the listeners are expecting us to talk about. We got Darren Sald. <sighs> that means in the same season, we've been Dale, um, Dale Gorman and Darren Sald in the same season at home. And quite frankly, lads, I'm sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. Firstly, before Ian does tell us what, what was happening, can we really get that upset about it? Given, given that we positively uh, you know, cheered and uh, laughed at other fans, I remember particularly laughing at other fans who got wound up by the antics of the likes of Tom Knowles, can we really get too holier than thou about it? No, I don't think so. I don't think any of us were planning to. No, that's all right. Oh, all right, don't get aggressive. Just a lot of people, a lot of people have. Yeah. upset about it. I mean, it was as soon as they went one nil up. I think it was sort of to be expected. Yeah. They're in a situation where they've got a lot of players out and need to keep getting results, and they're quite, you know, they are quite comfortably in those playoff positions. But we know how this league works. If you go on a bit of a run, Darren Sol did go on runs. As global manager, um, yeah, yeah. Where should we start with the game? The beginning. Let's start. Yeah, at the start. Usually, um, wing back. Wing backs. Was it a wing back situation? Uh, yep, it was wing backs. Yes, okay, wing brilliant. Backs. Okay, brilliant. Um, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oh, I just hate it. <laughs> you really don't like it, do you? I I don't know why I keep. Having to watch us play wing backs. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's it not fine. It doesn't it doesn't seem to be working. I mean, we played well in the second half when we switched to a back four and started making opportunities. But I just find it I just I'm sure in time and with the right personnel, it might get quite nice, but it just hasn't just hasn't worked for this group of players this season i just yeah under, under whichever manager <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not you know it's not like this is just uh something that mark cooper started you know chris Hargreaves from day one was three five two that quickly turned into five three two shit <laughs> defend back 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 <laughs> yeah and i i don't know i don't know it's it we can talk about wing backs forever I think, and eventually, eventually it'll work. Let's we'll... not let's not have a title wing back forever. <laughs> no one will listen to that, will they? Eventually, it'll work, I'm sure. Yeah. But you know, when you when you can see that we're struggling to play through midfield, or you can see that we're not creating those chances, or the wing backs aren't able to get forward enough, then yeah, just crying out for something different. We got Agbaji into some good positions, but I thought I thought he had 
one of his poorer games. Um, when he's played previously, he's been quite direct and really when he gets in those areas, he drives forward, but he kept cutting back or wasn't able to get round the woking fullback. And yeah, it wasn't his wasn't his best game. And obviously he came off for Oliver Bory on the hour, but he didn't do much either, really, particularly Oliver Bory, unfortunately. Anyway, and back to the start. <laughs> in well, you, you made the point about those two. In a world where we've now got nine loanees attached to the football club, four have got to miss out. When you have games where you don't make too much of an impression, that will have a bit of an effect, won't it? It will. It will, but I think he's our. I know we've got Joey Johnson, but I think Agbaji is our most comfortable player to or the most comfortable at wing back. He can do the he can do the attacking stuff and can do the defensive stuff really well as well. But yeah, I think I think he's one who'll be on the team sheet, to be honest with you. But when he's in the mood, he has got that little bit of stardust about him, hasn't he? Yeah. Which we don't have a huge amount of um well obviously we haven't really seen Jordan Stevens particularly, but um I suppose that leads us on to a question. What did you, what did you, you, what were your early impressions of him in the first half, Jordan Stevens? Very fast. Yeah. Like really nippy and put put woking under pressure. I didn't see a lot of the ball. It wasn't until the second half. I think you went on one run down the right hand side and got a cross in. Um, he, He sort of, he played through the middle, but just the way the game went. It was like no one really was able to play. No one was really able to show what they could do. Um, I mean that the the second half. I mean we're moving on. Let's let's go. Let's get back to the first half. Yeah. And the, so great great chance in the something 50, like fifteen 14 and thirty seconds. Jordan Young has a great header. And that was a badge you made that wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think when he picks up the ball, I don't know if you've seen the highlights, but when he picks up the ball. I was really wanting him. To, it, it's in quite a good place where you think if he drives forward and gets round the defender, he can maybe get a shot away. Uh, but he holds it up and gets to cross in. And when you watch it back, it's such a big chance for Jordan Young, like a free header inside the box. I don't know if Fisher's jump slightly obstructs him or not, but a huge chance. You think enough power on that either side of the keeper, and that's one nil. But as it was, checks back. <laughs> The keeper holds onto it, boots out the pitch a couple of passes later, and it's in the back of the net. And it was just, it was like our season in like a 30 second span of great opportunity, sloppy goal conceded, and Woking had something to hang on to then. How critical do you think we can be of, of Owen Bevan for what was undoubtedly a mistake? He hadn't made a lot. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't think it's fair to be that critical of him. The ball comes in at such an awkward height. He's sort of too low to head it, too high to put a foot through it and just has to react quickly. And, you know, if that bounce goes the other way off of him, it goes out for a corner. But unfortunately, it lands right at the feet of Lofthouse and he just smashes it home. But it was such a sucker punch because the atmosphere, and we've not really talked about that, the atmosphere at kickoff, was brilliant because it was the first time we've been at a game where supporters have actually been chanting from the start and it's not taken 
a goal or a tackle or a, a moment in the game to get people up for it, people were people were buzzing. Yeah. And the, um, well, Matt said when he spoke to us on the last episode that uh, he <laughs> he and uh, Paul Saki, well, sounds like Paul Saki knew where he's going, but um, but they didn't really know where they were they were going. But he, he had a little walk around, didn't he? He said the video shows lots of uh, a high five and a and a nice hug off a lady in the uh, in the in the main stand. But yeah, he neglected the screw fix, didn't he? And I've seen someone say about the the away end of the main stand as well. Oof, so many favorite. stands. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Need to do a lap. At least three, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it I'm, sounds like he's going to right the wrong uh, yeah. against Eastleigh tomorrow night, which is good. Yeah. Hopefully, he's been practicing his autograph to make it consistent as well. Yeah. Like a rock star autograph, isn't it? Yeah. You just need to <laughs> squiggle something that looks like it might be a signature. Yeah. The surname Ugler lends itself to a very cool autograph as well. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it will look like? Do you reckon he signs it with a 72? Percent. Oh, percent. okay. Uh, the, the, the cogs hadn't quite caught up there, you see. No. Um, I'm thinking that squad number's too high. No. I, <laughs> We're not allowed that. Let's not, let's not get into squad numbers just at this precise moment, but it's uh, it's getting a bit silly. Um, yeah, I, I, good good autographable name. Yeah. All right. That's what, that's are, what you are you going to try and forge his signature? Is that what you're... <laughs> You've been practicing your own version of it. Bet, bet Ben is just dressed up as various different fans, just moving down the line, getting all the different signatures. <laughs> One of those big glasses and moustaches, Groucho Mark style. And, yeah. Different hat. Yeah. Same man, different hat all the way down. <laughs> Problem is, if you switch the first letter of Ben's first name and surname round, he's still Ben Barrett, isn't he? Yeah. That is a problem. That is a problem. Also lands itself to a very signaturable name having a double b yeah very cool <laughs> okay <laughs> back to the football anyway, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry yeah. um yeah so they scored and then they? They, yeah grant smith had to make a couple of saves in that first half and it felt like we needed half time we just weren't able to really break them down and their two center backs were absolute poop houses cuthbert yeah. and mcnerney just snidey little elbows and hanging on to hands and just um yeah just... scott cuthbert's been around the um been around the sun a number of times he knows how to do things under a darren sal environment he is exactly the sort of darren sal signing that of course darren sal has scott cuthbert of course yeah, he does. Well, <clears throat> after the match we um chatted to chatted to darren and he said that he hasn't had a defender like Scott Cuthbert since we signed Lee Collins when he first joined Yeovil and said yeah. how he was such a, yeah, just that player for this Woking team. And you could see that. And you could see that like McNerney. The thing that bugged me was every time he put the ball out for a throw and he kicked it all the way over the top. <laughs> like, so, so that they had to, like, just that like little thing, which like, kicking out for throwing an inconvenience anyway, but to then have to get a ball from the other side and then like just gives them those moments to reset, kills a bit of time and kills any momentum that you had. And uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot of that. And that, again, 
again, that's a Darren Sal thing, isn't it? Two 30-plus-year-old centre-halves, ugly as you like. And he hasn't even had to call on, on Wilkinson, of course, who he has within his ranks. And, yeah, that I mean, yeah, obvious. Yeah. yeah. Obvious. I mean, it's a bit harsh calling him ugly, but I know what you mean, but... <laughs> Bigger and, uh, than you, mate. You want to argue, you don't want to argue with people bigger than you. It's <laughs> a lot of people, mate. Yeah, oh, okay. It's a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, don't Does argue it? with Marcus Dackers. Is he a big lad? Yeah, I, I he he reminded me of Gold on Mateo. Oh yeah, you said oh, that yeah, in commentary. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, did. he was massive and winning everything. For Dackers a bit. is and massive in, everywhere he goes. He is. Yeah. yeah, and then in the second half we actually. So second half it was a classic case of oh. We'll play now. We're good. Yeah. We're good going this way. We'll figure it out. And we did get better. And then it was, it was like the first 10, 15 minutes, we put a lot of pressure on Woke. I mean, Alex Fisher had a chance straight from kickoff. Mm. And he just passes it to the goalkeeper. Um, and then Lofthouse just sits down in the center circle. And it's almost like, and all the Woking players go over to Darren Sahl. And it's like, there's no obvious thing that's happened here, but he's just decided, I, oh, I need treatment, something's up, and just kills it. And that just stops any rhythm, disrupted the flow massively. And we then, every time we tried to get going, it was out for a throw-in. I mean, Alex Fisher was chasing the ball, going to get the ball for Woking players mm-hmm. to take a goal kick and take throw-ins. And you think, you know, rule one, don't have a go at the ref. But there are those situations when he could have, you know, got onto them a little bit and started speeding them up because it was it was ridiculous. Like seeing that side, like Dan Moss, phenomenal fullback, brilliant tackle on Oluwabori. Like when <laughs> if you think anyone you want through on goal at pace, it's probably Oluwabori. And oh, here's Dan Moss with a slide tackle and like matched him totally. But even like Dan Moss just letting the ball run away and being like, we used to love you, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Why are you it. being like this? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So there was, yeah, there was those frustrating tactics employed, but you can see why they are, why they are. They're a, a resilient team full of character, as you'd expect. And we weren't able to break them down, but we had our chances. I think that Jordan Young one towards the end, oh, you're just willing it to go in. And I don't know if it's like he's very left footed. And um, it's hard to see from the angle, but I don't know if he gives it a little outside of the left foot chip over the keeper. It almost looks like he's caught between squaring it and getting it over the keeper and it going close to goal. And he sort of, if he goes more, commits more to the pass to Palmer Holden, I think that's our equaliser. Mm, yeah, you fancy him, a striker, any striker, with an open goal from that kind of range, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You would. But he had a good game. I think Young is starting to adapt to the level, I think. Certainly in the first half, him and Alex Fisher were bullied. Like They had nothing. They got nothing out of the defenders. But in that second half, Fisher was a bit more about it. Didn't win a lot in the air. But Jordan Young, when he got on the ball, really scared and really panicked Woking. And, you know, the first couple of minutes, there's 
two fouls on him, three kicks in identical positions where he's cut inside from the right on his left foot. Um, and he, yeah, he'd looked to put the jeepers on him, but yeah, then they were like, oh, hang on a minute. Kick it out. Let's have a break. Yeah. Why did we only make two subs? <laughs> Chasing the game, Jordan Maguire, Drew, Shiori Johnson, Josh Hours, neither, none of them came on. Was it just a case of not a lot of those that those three could do? Or do you think there was a mistake in not just hauling a centre-back off and chucking in a striker on? Do you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I mean... Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <I'm> Cheers. Thanks, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not Mark Cooper. I don't know. I you mean, think I, he was maybe got Tuesday, Saturday in mind? Maybe. Maybe. I think... But we've, we have got enough players now. <laughs> like... Yeah. I mean, I think... So... Ironically, the weekend Matt Worthington gets called up for England C, he had his quietest game. He barely got on the ball. Um, I can't tell if that was a just because Woking sort of didn't allow him to get on the ball as such, but we didn't really get it to him and get him playing like he has done in previous weeks. So you could argue that you know Maguire Drew might have been well placed to come on and make a difference there, or even ours, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We changed the shape up. We, you know, Oliver Bory was wing back for a bit. Then he came over onto the left hand side when we moved Morgan Williams to full back and, you know, changed shape. But uh, just goals. <laughs> we never looked like we were going to, other than the Jordan Young chance, there was no like real super clear cut opportunities. And, you know, we rinse and repeat that from the last two seasons, really, don't we? Yeah. 2018, 33, is that right? Yes. 20 goals and 33 games. 32 games, 33 games. Anyway, yeah, 30-something game. 33. 33. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we were in the bottom four for most of the day. Yeah. And hopefully the two that we've announced today will pick us up and and yeah make that difference. But I, I think, think it was it was noticeable I'm... that we were in in the bottom four on goal scored, not even goal difference. Yeah, it wasn't even a change. It was the fact that we had twenty eight and Gateshead had 40, 41 or forty or whatever it was. Yeah, that's the only difference. I think the um, I think had the takeover stuff not happened last week everything would feel immensely bleak yeah um after that result just because of the situation and you know the ex-manager coming back and all of that but luckily we've got that bounce and that positive feeling of some certainty and you know commitment to the club which lift us and i think you know the community sports trusted their, you know, their activity with the local teams and brought 300. Woking bought 323, but there were 500. On top of that, there was another 500 extra people from mm. Tuesday yeah. night. Um, so you know, people, people did come back. I saw a few of them. I saw Vern. Vern was back in the building. He was there, was he? There it is. There, yeah, <clears throat> and. I don't know how quickly he'll come back after the performance and the result, but 
Um, Bloody rubbish, Ian. <laughs> I think, I think, you know, just off what what we did yesterday and our chat with Matt, hopefully that will encourage more people back as well. I think there's, you know, I think there's a benefit. Is is us blowing our trumpet, our own trumpet now? But I think there is a big benefit in doing what we did yesterday with people that matter at the club because you don't get that from a you know a five minute clip on the BBC or you know the short snippets on radio, yeah, or, or the short snippets and yeah, hopefully that's valued and you know people will be. Turning up in their droves. I mean, expect to see 5,000 there tomorrow based on the listens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Every uh, one of them. And the cheap tickets. Yeah, and cheap, cheap tickets, tickets as well. As well. Yeah. 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 Quids quids for a kid. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Kids for a quid. <laughs> I'm yeah. beating up four-year-olds. You're buying them on the cheap. What's going on here? <laughs> I know. Um, God, what have we become? <laughs> I don't know. I'll be buying my, my pass. I'll be watching. Yeah, me too. On the web. So that's an extra six quid in your pocket. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Mine. Not yours. No, ah. the club. Okay. The club get an extra be, six quid. You'll, you'll, you'll be dancing in the press box again. Yeah. yeah. Sing it, Ben. Right. Ian Perkins dancing in the press box. <laughs> nah, okay. Leave the um, what song is that? I have no idea. <laughs> supposed to Move be on. dancing in the moonlight like Top Loader. But, uh, wow. Okay. Which tragically <laughs> dates me. but uh, Winging a miss. <laughs> Can we just uh, reference that both Woking and Eastley are both Yeovil Town Reserves? Mm. Just so many ex-Yeovil players across everywhere. Do you think Scrimshaw's going to come back? To, is, is that the script? Well, well we, um, none of Sass Davis, Nelson, Ince, Simper, Moss or Wilkinson scored. Darren yeah. Sarr did get booked, of course. As for Eastley, they've got a whole bunch as well. They've got loads. How many have they got? Right, hang on. Let me find. The, let me find the thing. I, I wrote a thing. Alfie Lloyd. Alfie Lloyd. Alfie Lloyd G- and Scrimshaw. Sure. Yeah. Um, in their defence is Aaron Martin. Remember Aaron Martin? Yeah. I think that's a different Aaron Martin. I don't think that's the Aaron Martin that played for us, is it? Yeah, I or thought it was. Oh, okay. Maybe you, you could be right. You could be right. Uh, Michael Kelly, the left back, the guy oh. that we thought was going to be Carl Dickinson 2.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. Um, I know you're right. It is that Aaron Martin. Yeah, it is right. Aaron I Martin. Apologize. Yeah. Um, the much-travelled Christian Magoma, who not I'm not yet. sure. I'm not sure who ever actually played for us. I don't know if he did. No. Was but he first? He, yeah, but he definitely signed for us. Yeah. He was Kabongo Shamanga 2.0. Um, <laughs> in so much as he never actually played for us. And <laughs> say, was... that's where the similarity. Ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> score a hatful. And there was one other that I can't remember. Maybe it was on their squad list somewhere. But yes, they only named four on the bench on Tuesday when they beat Ben Richards, Everton and Scunthorpe. So I'm hoping they've got problems because they had a man sent off as well, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, <clears throat> strike on it. Cairo Mitchell. That, that's good because I don't want them having good players. On but... the um, on the Yeovil Reserves comment, it was quite funny at the game on Saturday when uh, me and Welch was reading out the team sheet and he got to the Woking bench. He was like, and a warm welcome back to Lewis Simper. And a warm welcome back to Sid Nelson. <laughs> and a warm welcome back to Billy Sass Davis. Sid like, Nelson as well. Yeah, he came off the bench, yeah. It was a very, it was really sort of 
quite passive aggressive like <laughs> yeah comes back to <laughs> and of course yeah there was the ints in the yeah ints in the start yeah. that damn moss as well Come have on. we got any ex have we got any ex Eastleigh players I don't think we have have we can't think of any if we do can't think of any off the top of my head um so what do we think of Tuesday? Are we, are we going on to Tuesday? Are we going on to tomorrow's game? Yeah, let's do it. Um, what are we thinking? Because it's you can't get around the fact that they are in good nick. Very good nick. They have gone unbeaten in seven, but um, four, three, three, four, three, three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last four wins on the road. They've beaten Southend, beaten Dagenham, beaten Maidstone, and beaten Scunthorpe away from home. Um, not gonna be easy again, is it? No, it never is. Nope. We nope. don't make it very easy. Um uh, I mean maybe we need to shoot towards the Thatchers in the first half. Well, hang on now, because I heard in your conversation with your new best friend Matt that he had plans to try and make the away end. He said we've got plans to see what, what we can do about making the away end a bit better. What plans might you have? Let's speculate. They were talking about bringing the Lee Collins flag on there, weren't they? Okay, putting the big I flags think, out. I think that was one thing that they said they couldn't get it. I'm not sure why, but they couldn't get it for the Woking game. But they were going to bring that out. So I'm assuming they, that's gone there. You got the big Wembley one. Remember they had that big Wembley one rolled up somewhere? The big, huge, great big thing that was on the balloon. Right. I think, I think they should have... Um, Inflated, maybe weebles, maybe weebles, <laughs> or wacky waving. What do they call them? Yeah, those. Yeah, I was gonna say they should have loads of really angry dogs. <laughs> wow, behind, okay, that's slightly more aggressive. Just like barking at the goalkeeper right. the whole time, then pack them away, pack them away yeah. in the second half, pack them right. away. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. Can't leave them out there. Oh, up when say, child there. abuse, animal abuse. It's, it's <laughs> terrible. This we, we can't ever air this episode of anything. <laughs> what would you? Where? Yeah. What would you? What would you? Do? I think we should. Have we got a local like extras acting firm? <laughs> we should hire a bunch of Oval fans. Stick them yeah. anyway. And what? And what would they all have to look like? Can you? Can you? Any? Well, anyone? Just, who... just wear something green and cheer when the guys in green go close. Do you think there's a do you think there's a Ben Barrett impersonator out there that uh, we can get? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't I, don't think, I don't think anyone could impersonate Ben. No. Thank God for that. You want more than one of me, would you? <laughs> Jeez. Um so there you go. That's what I would do. I'd hire some extras to the away end. Okay. Like well. like people that have been in the like back room of casualty. Those guys. <laughs> oh them, yeah, yeah. Them. Yeah. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I mean, I don't. Yeah, no idea. I think it'd be just nice to play for ninety minutes rather than forty-five. Mm. Uh, second half season ticket and all that. We had, a, we did have a question about how many goals we've scored at one end and how many we scored at the other end, and it's twelve in front of the Thatchers and five in the away end this season. I mean, seventeen goals at home for real. Um, but yes, heavily weighted towards the uh, the home end. Maybe at half time they just up everybody up to the other side. Yeah. Half time, yeah. the Thatchers end. The That's stewards, because we've got a lot of stewards now. We just pick them up, not physically, but we ask them politely, walk <laughs> across the pitch, go stand the other end. All right. 
That would work. You're picking stewards up, and I'm packing the dogs up at halftime. Okay. There you go. I'm still with the wacky waving guys, but okay. Inflatable <laughs> wacky and wavy tube men. Yeah, that's what I want. I think yeah. they'd be they'd be quite enthusiastic. Ian, you, I, I feel like you're the kind of guy who can get a hold of some. Do you? I feel, I feel like you have access to wacky wavy inflatable tube men. <laughs> I think you've misread me. Massively. I was going to say, who does he think you are, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> what does he think Screwfix is selling these days? <laughs> Fix Googling. I wonder if the Mad Hatter might sell them. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's the lady from the Mad Hatter. Is she still on the trust? She's not from the Mad Hatter anymore, Terry. Oh, isn't she? No. No. Is she not owning it? She did. Is it still a thing? Mad Hatter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just not them anymore. I used to used to buy stink bombs from there. Did you? Oh. Yeah. I was I was one of them. Yeah. I buy stink. Hooligans. I bought a uh, bought a fake poo from there once, <laughs> and put it on the. Uh, we had a cat. And I put it on the landing, and Mum came home. Mum's probably listening to this. Hi, Mum. <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> the cat. And then, and then did you go and pick it up and lick it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Ben, you look like you're looking very Sorry, I, I'm, I'm just looking on um, Amazon for wacky waving inflatable tube men and how quickly we can get them to Hewitt's Park. <laughs> I think I'd prioritise more players. Over yeah, uh, haven't, haven't we got enough? <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't loan any wacky waving men. We, 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 we can't afford to loan them. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. We, the other four loanees have got to go in the away end and cheer. Yes, yeah, that's a good be idea. Like the, yeah. Be like the wrestling during COVID when they made all the wrestlers they weren't using stand at ringside and make a noise to make it feel like there was a crowd there. Exactly. We'll do. Will Bue's giving it the bigger than the away end. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, Is that easily? That's easily, I think. That's easily. They're quite good. We'll be fine at home. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> um, There's a man who's not watched the Oval at home all season. Correct. Uh, oh, I did. I watched us get Del Gorman. Um, yeah, we talked about Del Gorman with Darren Sala at the weekend. Uh, poop housery. Uh, yeah. Had he been pooped out by, by him? Pooped out by De- Del Gorman this season? They've been pooped out by Del Gorman. I think he... I can't. I don't know what they did against him. I think he might have done. Okay. Um, Darren Sal also texted me after the game uh, to say good luck to you. Ooh, Darren Sal. Right. Okay. Right. Fine. Let me just pick that name. Let me pick that name. All oh, right. Let me just pick that name up that I dropped. He just said good luck to you, plebs, with that brilliant podcast. Oh yeah. Wish he never, well for the rest he of never the said that when he was there, did he? No. He's only said it since he's left. Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. There you go. I, I, I mean, I do hope that they, uh, they go up. Obviously, yeah. Matt said yesterday that he wants uh, Wrexham and not Scout. It would probably makes a lot <laughs> more sense, but it would be, it would be nice, I think, if they, if Woken did go up. You remember them? Well, I'm not sure if you guys particularly remember us playing. Well, well, in that playing them in the conference days and all of that. They went. Yeah, I went to watch us play them when Warren Patmore moved there. Yeah. Thompson was playing there as well at the time. When we had uh, Colin Lippiot as our manager, we had loads of ex-Woking players. We swapped loads of them. 
and he managed them as well, didn't he? So it was... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Players from them, actually. Anyway, yeah. yeah. We've got questions. We had quite a few questions, didn't we? I know we asked a few of them yesterday, but do you want to go through questions? I've got the... There's none on Facebook. Facebook's let me down again. Oh, I've tried. Okay. I've tried. But I have got some from Twitter. Do you want me to read some? Yeah, I've got them as well. But if you're if you're there, okay. feel free Don, to ask away. Don Gibson, uh, assuming that we manage to stay up, I know, I know, he says in brackets, um, what order would you like to see improvements in our sadly rundown club? Any quick wins for the new owners to show they mean business? Starts and players. And, yeah, <laughs> funny enough. Yeah. Lick of paint on the stadium. Yeah. Um, clear up behind that Thatcher stand. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? It's just making the feel of it. Get some concrete behind that Thatcher stand, smooth it out, <laughs> make it a bit easier. And then um, steps that we <laughs> that we showed up on that vodka picture, <laughs> those sort of chip steps that probably haven't been painted since we moved in. If we're moving the tent. Well, let's just burn the tent and yeah. have something proper. Um, yeah. Do you know what? Clear that path that runs from the road and the traffic lights mm. all the way along to the football club because it's, yeah. In the dark, that's got, I remember walking along it at the Legends game and it was lethal then. <laughs> I yeah. can't imagine it's got any better. No, no. And when it's wet, like there's loads of leaves and mud on the path as well and it's... Yeah. I mean, is it's probably up to the council to clean, clean it. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, are we, that's are something we... Screwfix can do, can't they? Can't they give or... us some brooms? I don't know. Do you have leaf blowers on sale? Fifty percent off. Yeah. Makes rates. Makes rates. He's, 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 we've negotiated a discount. Then he said yes. <laughs> there you go. And, if I uh, give leaf blowers to someone, I've got to give leaf blowers to everyone. That's a problem. Uh, God. <laughs> Your mother um, was a leaf blower. What? <laughs> um, are we? Are we? We're not. We're not worried about the game at all tomorrow, are we? There's a yellow weather warning for ice and snow in all the south of England. Yeah, going to get chilly. It's a glove up, aren't I? Glove it up. Yeah, can I see you? Gloves and scarves and all of that. Yeah, and dance away in the press box. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Make some moves. Bust some moves. Bust some. Um, Lost a move. Um, Debs has asked, she was the one who asked a question about goals away end and home end. So you answered that one. Finley, with his um, his typical more than one question, but put into one tweet. So we'll give him that. Uh, one, how does Fisher get consecutive starts? Well, Linton hasn't started two in a row under Cooper, at least recently. And how long until we see Fish and Mao up top again? Well, Mal was not even in the squad, was he, on Saturday? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. I mean, he's probably wondering what he's got to do. I think when you've yeah. got the amount of loans we've got and on the bench we had three. Um, I don't know. I thought it was... I don't know. I thought it was the game where he'd get a chance, really. Um, I, I hope he's just being mildly inconvenienced. Yeah. I mean, that felt like a massive inconvenience. Yeah, not being in the squad. Uh, we, I think this we, we should talk about it. We do have some players now. We are going to be. We only have five on the bench. Charlie Wakefield's got to come back into the squad when he's fit. Um, Malachi Linton hasn't really got a look in. Jack Clark, in theory, should come back, but I mean, we don't know how 
bad his injury is, we've got midfielders, Jordan Stevens, Josh Hours, Jordan Young, new lad Scott Pollock today, Griffiths. You think they both automatically go into the squad? We're going to be leaving out players. Leaving out players. And Mark Cooper's got a lot of man management ahead of him over the next 13, 14 games to make sure that people aren't aren't too sort of concerned. I mean, even, even Will Buse, I mean, he's not going to get on a bench again, is he? He's not going to waste a loan spot on him. If there's genuine concern over Grant Smith and you need to keep her on the bench, you'd probably have Max Evans on the bench now because you can't waste that loan spot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, <laughs> I think we're just trying to find a combination that works, aren't we, really? That's, yeah. That's probably a big part of it. Um, I think so. Fish and Mouse side against Notts County. And I don't think they particularly cover themselves in glory enough to think, oh, this could work. Hmm. Um, against the decent Notts County side then, defensively? It's a question rather than a statement. Yeah, because I think we changed it. I don't know if it was at half time, but we changed it pretty quickly. And then we played a lot better. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a shame. I thought I thought you know Linton's shown shown bits this season. He's well, I think most of his goals have been really nice goals and really well taken goals. But yeah, I don't know when the last time he played a full ninety was. No, um, I mean from what you're saying, sounds like Jordan Young would feel very um unlucky to be left out of the side. Yeah, I mean, Fisher was through the middle. Young and Stevens were kind of around him. So I think if you're going to have what, if you're only going to play one striker, it's which one you go with. I don't, I know Fisher's our top scorer, but I don't think he's, he's not going to, he's not going to save us. I don't think, unfortunately. Yeah, I wouldn't shout too much about that big guy. Four goals or whatever it is. Yeah, five. Five this season. Linton's yeah. got four. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> On the subject, of, uh, and again, we've probably answered this one, but Mike Watts asked, why do we <laughs> always feel the need to start five at the back? Uh, and then as soon as we change formation to four at the back, we actually look attacking. Do we just need to have a set formation we stick to and not change it so often? <laughs> we do, as long as it's not five in the back. <laughs> That's fine. Ian, any thoughts on what formation we should be playing? You've, you've not mentioned your, your thoughts on that. Four, recently. three, three. Okay. Four, three, three. I mean, I'd take a four, four, two at this stage. Yeah. Let's, let's just not have five. Yeah. Let's have a four, two, four. Stuff it. Go for it. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Malachi Linton's last 90 minutes was made stone away. The one on draw where Fisher scored a header from about 400 yards and his last goal was in the Torquay Boxing Day game. I was there for both of those games. But he's only played 19 and 57 minutes in the last eight fixtures. 19 against Maidenhead from the bench and played just under an hour against Notts County. Because he scored, who was it he scored against? We came off the bench and scored Gateshead. Gateshead, yeah. Gateshead, yeah. That was a really nice composed finish, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, and after that, it sort of felt like, oh, we might get a chance here, the way Mark Cooper was talking about him. But but then we had the shutout against Notts County, where yeah. we just shut the door. Mm. It was after that, it was that double header against Halifax and Stunthorpe where you were going, go on then. 
Well, I, if I remember right, that game in Notts County, he came on, didn't he? And I, I seem to remember he really put himself about and he mm. really, and, and he almost, yeah, that's right. He almost got in at one point, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a shame. I, I think, I think, I think there's, I still think there's a part for him to play this season. I hope, I hope they don't stick him out on loan somewhere. Someone comes in, I hope they send him to Boston to make up the numbers there. You know what I mean? I hope, I hope that doesn't happen. I think there's a real, I think, I think there's a player in there. I think there's a striker in there. I really do. Uh, Tony Waste Khan. Well, um, what positions do you think are the highest priority transfer-wise as we look to battle relegation? Or has today's news probably uh, overtaken that question? Yeah, wing-backs. Wing-backs, yeah, we need more of them. Let's have <laughs> five wing-backs all across the back line. Okay, well, I think yeah, that one's probably been answered. I mean, the answer was striker beforehand. And, thanks for the question, Tony. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Um, Archie Morris, are we going down? And does it matter? Brackets, nothing changes till it all changes. On that point, how much has all changed? I don't think all has changed, has it? But well, how much do you? I mean, you're the you're the preacher of nothing changes till everything changes. Yeah, you're the one who needs to quantify the amount of change we've had and whether it is enough. I've got myself into this one. You have, haven't you? Is 72% enough of everything changing, Dave? Or Well, I I don't think the percentage... 8% to go as well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get them out, whoever they are. Get them all out. It'll be a really long chant. We want all these people out. Just Um, 72%. I don't think the percentage particularly matters, as long as it's a majority. Um, But So so suddenly strike rate doesn't matter to you? Okay, Dave. No, 70, it, it, as long as it's a majority. Yeah. I, I, I don't really understand the point about strike rate there, but um, but anyway, yeah, anyone. Are the, are the stats matter or they don't? I'm just, I'm just When you I finish mean, your dinner and you've, eat, you've eaten, or you've eaten 72% of your dinner, do you say, I have ice cream I've, eaten, I've eaten everything. <laughs> I, I still don't really understand what do you means. Do you travel 72% of the way to watch an away game? And then get out of the car and go, well, I'm looking forward to this. I do. I bloody did at York, I tell you. Yeah. I think I parked in Leeds. <laughs> Flipping hell. Could have right. given me a anyway. frigging lift, mate. Well, uh, yeah. You were on the bus by the time I got to Leeds. But it's true. Anyway. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> has enough changed, Dave? Has, it, has enough changed? Well, I think there are... More so- can change. There are signs that a lot is going to change. I don't think everything's changed because, let's be honest, um, we we know that there are a couple of details that, that, that we're still waiting for. So you can't say everything's changed until it's signed, sealed, delivered, ink on the ink, ink is dry. Yeah. So I would say I would say that, but I wouldn't say everything's changed. But there are definite signs of a lot of change, which is very positive. I think we're about 72% of the way through change. Um, I would say 64% of the way through okay. Yeah. <laughs> and do we need to reach 72 or do we need to get 72 to... 72 is obviously the magic number because okay. according, according to the two of you, that's basically, you know, all the way there. <laughs> Who sang Sign Seal Delivered? Stevie Wonder. That was in my brain when you said Sign Seal Delivered. Yeah. There you go. Stevie yeah. Wonder. Okay. So I don't think we answered that. Are we going down? No. Does it, are we going down? No. Uh, no, but I no. keep getting messages from people who are showing their age and saying, 
actually it wasn't that bad when we went down before because we won everything and yeah joined and yeah but i would rather us not go down please yeah i would i would um (laughs) and then then john m john thesaurus ask another one like this if the worst happens and we have to play national league south next season do you think our owners will splash the cast to try and get us back up? Or do you think we will have a more considered approach? I mean, based on our chat last night, I think we are going to be quite considered. Yeah. So you won't get a panic buy. Yeah. Um, have our pants pulled down, as Mark Cooper said. <laughs> yeah. And always pleasant. We've got players on longer contracts. Yeah. And like I noticed today, Scott Pollock's until the end of 24 25. So you have to think that, you know, people will obviously start asking the question, would we go part-time? Well, we've got players on long-term, full-time contracts. Yeah, McGuire Drew did, didn't he? Charlie Cooper did. That's what I mean. So uh, I I think that there would be a significant attempt to bounce back at the very first opportunity, and that intent has already been shown. Um, But I don't think we'd go hell for leather. And as a very Northern fan, I'm very glad that we'd have a streaming service. Yeah. Because I wouldn't get to a single game. <laughs> I'd, I'd be grateful for a direct train to London. That's all I'll say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sweeter says, uh, change in stewardship, slash ownership, slash custodianship, delete as applicable, has understandably brought a huge boost this week. Yay. Yeah. And then he. Oh, he ruins it. Grumpy, Does he ruin it? from Bristol ruins it. Um, but genuine Grumpy, question. I think he is, not Bristol. He lives in Bristol now, doesn't he? Well, his hashtag says Grumpy of Crewcan. Oh, does it? Oh, okay. Um, uh, You're the one genu- reading it, mate. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just reading the question. I haven't got to, to, to the other bit. Uh, genuine question. Can I ask a genuine question, please? <laughs> no. Not until you sorted the hashtags out. Nothing changes till everything changes. He's 72% of the way through this question. <laughs> What's different this time to last? Presumably means when Scott Priestnell took over. Um, why are we allowed to get carried away this time, knowing what experience has taught us? Right. Well, you two can answer this bloody one because... <laughs> oh, oh, dear. And I can't see him saying grumpy of crew. It's in the next tweet. Oh, right. okay. Uh, one tweet at a time. I think Ben should answer this one as oh, cheers, a, li- mate. Uh, a listener of yesterday's podcast. And I assume you read all the stuff when Scott Priestnell joined the club and all the fancy things he said. Well, I was one of those that got quite excited about it when he when Scott joined the club. He said all the right things, didn't he? He then proceeded to do the square root of none of them. And within three days, this one's gone. What? Sorry, you need a physio. How about a physio and a strength and conditioning coach and a contract with a firm that deals with specialists and all the rest of it and has already been talking to the skipper about his knee? Oh, you need a striker? Got one up at Donny. I'll get him down on the next train. Oh, you want you want Scott Pollock as well from? Yeah, let's do that. Um, he's already been helping with players. Agbaji was his his additional thing. Um, and Ryan way, Law and right, who else did he Jordan say? Young. Jordan Young, exactly. So the way he's been talking about that, that's why that's different. Um, I just think that the whole judge me on what I do allows that to be different. And we and we will. And I think one thing Yeovil fans have become very good at over the past 18 months, 24 years is holding people to account or trying to at least. 
and we have been front and center of that you two have been front and center of that and if we are told there's going to be xyz happening and there's not those things don't happen we will hold people to account now dave's plugged his computer back in um, <laughs> it's blast up battery low <laughs> yeah so that's that's what i would say is different is that there's actions to the words he's promised that he's going to talk to the women's team and how they can be linked up with he's credited the community sports trust and said things like how do we get in the community a bit more i don't remember those things happening i remember a lot of buzzwords under scott and buzzwords that excited us all and quite rightly so but when push came to shove when action was actually needed didn't happen don't forget scott was the person that deserted this football club at its most difficult time leaving darren salta front up for the entirety of of a hellish couple of months um doesn't feel like matt is gonna let that happen he's gonna be physically at the club paul tacky is gonna add a level of professionalism to the stuff going on behind the scenes and we will learn more over the coming days and weeks there's just been more evidence of things happening and yeovil town fans are better at saying hang on a minute you said you were going to I so also, sorry, I was gonna say I also think there's an element of like Paul Saki is quite a public yeah. person, you know, with a reputation and you know, played rugby for England. He's probably not gonna want to risk that for putting a football club through hell. And yeah. when you look at, you know, Matthew's family and their background and all of that, you know, that's they've got a reputation that they don't want to be dragged through mm. the mud through owning a football club. Um, well, one thing to, to point out on that, and we did obviously ask him and we didn't uh, go as far. I, I was told I wasn't allowed to say, is your dad involved then? But uh, <laughs> although I was told I wasn't allowed to ask the question about half, half game seat, half game tickets, and then you asked it. I didn't tell you not to do anything, Dave. Well, he said, let's not ask that one. Oh God, has anyone got some popcorn around here? I just want to say They'd save that one for us, you said. Anyway, um, but but on LinkedIn, uh, Matthew's dad, Lance Ugler, uh, Google him. He's a very successful business person, has, uh, has put a nice little message on his LinkedIn, which says congratulations to Matthew and Paul Saki, um, both going after their dreams and never giving up. As the new stewards of Yeovil Town Football Club, uh, they will have an opportunity to be part of a transformation. Keep an eye on this space. Watch out, Ryan Reynolds. Hashtag opportunity. Hashtag transformation. Hashtag football. Hashtag Yeovil FC. He loves hashtag, does that guy? Hashtag Glover's family. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and then I noticed that Paul Saki, um, who is referred to as a deal specialist deal consultant, there you go, um, has said, thanks, Lance. Hopefully see you at a game soon. And Lance, right, you bet, Paul Saki. So, Lance, come on down. Chesterfield away. I want to this see you like, in the way This is like GB News, is this? <laughs> exactly. Wow. I don't think I've ever he watched said GB this, News. And they said that. Yeah. I thought it's <laughs> Three Valleys Radio, but um, yeah. Wikipedia says that you said. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I thought that 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 was nice. And like you said, obviously, um, he mentioned about the fact that his mum is um looking into the food and beverage, which is um which is good news. Um, Paul Sackis, obviously very well connected. Matt is obviously a sort of a, a man and a businessman in his own right as well. So a man. <laughs> I was, yeah, exactly. He's a man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. So I like think 
that's a big did, difference. Isn't it? Did you see on on social media? He got a message from a like a food van, yeah. food company saying, "If you need yeah, it again, soon, yeah, if you need it again pretty soon, just be in touch." They now follow each other, and he said, "Hit me up in the DMs." I mean, it's a very simple way of going about your business, isn't it? Of I need my supporters to come here and eat food. You have food you want to sell. Hey, let's talk about it. It's very simple, isn't it? But like it just if it provides a little bit of something extra, come in. First game's a tenner. First game that I can really do anything about it's a tenner. The guy does almost without any mentioning, makes a huge donation to a supporter who uh, has a charity fundraising thing going on. He's donated a shirt that I see on social media today mm-hmm. to another supporter looking to raise money for funds. It's quietly going about community business, not necessarily making much of a song and dance about it, but just going, look, I'm, I'm here for you. How can I help? Oh, you need some help publicizing your uh, charity fundraising. Oh, you want to sign a shirt to raffle off and raise some money for X, Y, Z? Let's make it happen. Um, it's simple. It's easy. He's clearly got some people on board at the club. And that's a good thing. That um, The padded seats at Yeovil tomorrow, I don't know if you've seen them on social media. They do some brilliant stuff. And that is the easiest way to tell a lot of people, hey, we've got a VIP match day package. Here's what you get. Here's what it's worth. Here's how much it costs. Have a great time. It, uh, yeah, brilliant. Uh, you, cannot, you cannot knock that. We're signing players from Hashtag United. We've got a vodka sponsor. And now we've got an Instagram account coming down to review our VIP packaging. Welcome to 2023 Yeovil Town. Wow. I, I think um, the vodka might have actually come through John Fry. Uh, I think he's probably a, a big vodka man. I can see him having a, a cherry a cherry blazer vodka or something like that. <laughs> or maybe he's just Martin, got a cherry blazer. I don't know. Maybe. Martin Starnes knows his fruity vodka. <laughs> knows his fruity vodka. <laughs> the man he knows his fruity vodka. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I've completely lost where we were in the question. Um, oh, yeah. uh, Chris, that was- sweet- Grumpy of Crookern's second question was, uh, when can we get properly critical about recruitment under the current boss? So who are we talking about here? Recruitment. Who is his recruitment? Well, we J.M. Have... Day. Yeah. Edwin. Okay. Good. Jordan Young. Yeah. Charlie Cooper. Charlie Cooper. Who were the two lads that turned up on the first day? Giorgio. Rubbish. Um, yeah. Who's the other one? Paulo Abore. Abore. Hit and miss. Jamie Andrews. Jamie Andrews. Okay. Yeah, no, Jamie Andrews good. was good. Jamie Andrews was good. Very good. Yeah. And yeah. sent them with an okay. No. Well, he was he was he was better going sideways than he was going forward. Um, How many games did we lose with Jamie Andrews in the team? Oh, hey, he was part of that brilliant nil nil at Notts County. I'm not going to knock Jamie Andrews. Um, I who else? Uh, am I? <laughs> who else have we had? Uh, well, the two lads from Bristol City sound like they were they were his, but um, no, I no. don't think I don't think Mark Cooper has been able to recruit no. the no. quality of player that he would like to recruit, and I think that um, I think you can be critical, but if you can only spend you know a certain amount, then you can only get that. I mean, when you look at his recruitment versus Chris Hargreaves' recruitment. Night and day, yeah, absolutely. Who's left yeah. that Chris Hargreaves brought in? Bevan and record, 
Fisher. Johnson, Linton. Yeah, Richard Everton's gone. Scrimshaw's gone. Jimmy Torrey's gone. Torrey's gone. Even like the, even gone. a couple of guys going out on loan doors has gone out and Holbert's gone out and Yeah. Yeah. Um so I think there are caveats. I don't think he's immune from criticism by any stretch, but I think the way that yeah, we've just had to scramble together what players we can get. I mean, there's no secret, I don't think. The lads from Bristol City are very much Louis Britton was a bit of a hit and miss, wasn't it? He, yeah, he was. I wonder whether he thought he was getting a different kind of player than he got. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't work. But yeah, I think now we'll, I mean, it's like with anything now, if we're spending money and if we're recruiting, if we're buying from a different shop, then now we will be able to judge the recruitment because it's not, oh God, we need a body through the door to name five subs this weekend, please. Mm. Yeah. I wonder how Matty Gravosti is getting on. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag in in the Northern Premier League or whatever. (laughs) Probably bagging them for fun, that league. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That was the last question. Oh, quick shout out for um, Ollie Haste. First ever senior goal for Truro in the final minutes of their big win as exclusively brought to you on Lone Watch. Well done, him. Well done to Ollie Holbert. He scored as well. And Benjani bagged again for the Zebras down the road. Zebra what? or Zebra? Zebra. Okay, Zebra, yeah. I agree. <laughs> cool. All right, lads. It's weird right. doing this on a Monday. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll all be watching tomorrow night. Yes, we will. Up the gloves. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has 